Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Line Formula One podcast. So we actually have a test setup. It's like the, you know, mobilized setup that you see when you have flyaway races and races in Europe because we are currently not in Europe. So if the audio is not as good as it is when, you know, we are in the European races, we can sort of blame our flyaway test setup. But <laughs> Mithila, how are you doing? I'm good, Kunal. Now that that disclaimer is out there, we can start the podcast. Okay, so nine races into the 2019 Formula One season. And the silly season for 2020 has already started. And guys, no, it isn't the rumors surrounding Pierre Gasly alone. There is actually a lot more that's happened in the last few days. Kunal, I believe, and actually, you know, I'm convinced that Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon are going to play a role in the silly season. And you know what? I do not believe that Verstappen will go to Ferrari only to, only to see Vettel take his place at Red Bull Racing. That's absurd. Yeah, I mean, such a swap would be damn interesting. But I believe gone are the days of Formula One where such bold team decisions would be made Time and again. I mean, I, I still remember like how Jean Alessi went from Ferrari to oblivion, literally. But you know what, Kunal? Uh, Sebastian Vettel was recently seen having lunch at Red Bull Racing. And so was Daniel Ricciardo. Do you know what this could mean? What could it mean? It just means that Red Bull Racing serves really good lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Along with all their energy drinks, I believe that lunch is good as well. But... Uh, you know, I think their energy drinks might not appeal to Sebastian Vettel anymore. He just turned 32 a few days ago. And uh, still on Red Bull Racing, there's talk that Nico Hulkenberg could take Pierre Gasly's place in the setup, literally come mid-season. Basically, there are a lot of permutations and that could finally make 2019 more interesting than it already is. So, as you guys would have guessed, this episode is about the 2020 Formula 1 silly season. But there is just so much more Almost everyone I read about in the last few days has a plan on how to change Formula One. There's Sebastian Vettel, there's Lewis Hamilton, there's Bernie Ecclestone and, you know, all these guys. So we might just squeeze in some of their points in this podcast as well. Or and in our this, own plan, of course. Of course. <laughs> just get everyone to tune into the Inside Line F1 podcast. But guys, on that note, remember to subscribe to us on iTunes, Audio Boom. Google Podcasts and several other audio streaming platforms for your weekly dose of Formula One humor. Great. Kunal, I know you said that Gasly isn't the trigger for the driver movements in 2020, but I must say that Ferrari and Mercedes look like they will continue with their lineups. Basically, Red Bull Racing is the only top team that might be looking for a change. So as things stand, Pierre Gasly has been given till the summer break to make amends and Make amends would mean literally score points. And by scoring points, literally mean finish just after or alongside, but not ahead of Max. Not style. ahead of. <laughs> but the, the Gasly situation is an interesting one to track. Because prior to Australia, Helmut Marko said that Red Bull Racing has no intention to drop Gasly. 
and you know they put him in this stunt airplane that you know the the red bull air wings airplane and they took him on a, a stunt ride trying to get his adrenaline high and get all the points coming <laughs> in but it didn't happen so immediately after the race it was said that gasly now has till the summer break to literally find a seat christian honor said that gasly needs to control or delete to just uh, resurrect his form I'm just wondering, Kunal, if millennials ever use control or delete, and if they even understand the term. <laughs> Do you use it? I must ask because that's a good way to find. Out. Almost never. <laughs> well, you know, the operating systems these days are much more stable and. probably do not require a, a control or delete <laughs> it also shows that christian honor is not a millennial <laughs> what about helmet mark <laughs> <laughs> but anyway mr pierre gasly we know you're listening and what your bosses are trying to tell you is that you need to reset the other red bull racing driver who wasn't given time to reset was dan tictum or daniel tictum you know let alone being dropped from formula 1 he was dropped from the super formula series the ones that you know are feeder series and run in japan but that's red bull racing's way of training the young guns you know teaching them how to handle demotion at an <laughs> early age you know there's this famous quote kunal move up or move on i think that's very true for red bull in, racing in red bull racing's cases or you move down yeah. okay <laughs> move out gone you know, but red bull racing's demotions have been in the mid season so gasly pretty much has the next few races to worry about because if he's not demoted by mid season he's probably going to see <laughs> till the end of 2019 because i remember there was christian klein there was sebastian bordet and of course danny kivat all of whom were dropped in the mid season yeah and not to mention uh, carlos sainz junior because he moved to renault mid season as well the big beneficiary of red bull racing's moves you know the driver moves that could happen is patricio award he's raced in america he won the indy lights last year and did the indy 500 this year as well and in austria award made his formula 2 debut He actually drove in place of the racer who became famous for being banned, guys, Mahavir Raghunathan. You know, I've actually written to Mahavir and asked him if we could feature him on our podcast. So, Mahavir, we know you're listening. You got to reply to that message and Fingers schedule <laughs> an interview with us pretty soon. Uh, but the most interesting in this whole Red Bull Racing talk is that of Max Verstappen because. Just before Austria, news broke out that if Verstappen didn't win a race by Hungary, he would be a free agent, and that would have meant that he could have been pretty much up for grabs for Ferrari as well as Mercedes. And then promptly, Max Verstappen won the race in Austria. Kunal, I have to ask: Are you smelling something foul? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it seems like you are. <laughs> I'm just asking. You know, but Red Bull Racing might obviously have avoided the Verstappen cla- uh, exit clause right now, uh, but I don't think the headache is solved permanently just yet because there will be rumors time and again about Verstappen, you know, possibly ending up racing for Ferrari or Mercedes. I honestly think that the only way these rumors could end about Verstappen racing for Ferrari or Mercedes is. if he actually races for them <laughs> literally and and if he races for ferrari the rumors then will be will he race for mercedes next or yeah. or go back to or, or, <laughs> <laughs> by the way max verstappen had a baby step brother added to his family a few days ago and in i think in 18 20 years time we will see a verstappen versus verstappen in formula 1 mark my words you said it first <laughs> christian honor has already said that verstappen is the best talent in formula 1 currently and i absolutely agree with his assessment Kunal, I recently read that Adrian Newey is going to race a GT3 car in the next few weeks. 
I really hope he isn't trying to make himself eligible for Red Bull Racing Senior Driver Program. <laughs> you are on a roll this episode, Matty, but keep it coming. <laughs> you know, but I must say this episode is increasingly sounding like a Red Bull Racing sponsored podcast. You know, we've only been talking about them. So I am going to switch gears and yes. teams and drivers. And I'm going to switch to Kevin Magnussen because he said that he almost ended up racing for Force India in 2014. And this would have been possible because of the McLaren partnership the team had back then. Eventually, the seat went to Sergio Perez. But can you imagine, I actually missed out on the opportunity of working with Kevin Magnussen at Force India because 2014 was in the middle of when I was working with the team. And uh, I can only imagine how much fun it would have been, you know, because we've had him on the podcast last season and he was a really... Uh, fun chap to have. Great. Um, Haas has been ordered to remove the rich energy logos from their Formula One assets. Kunal, I wonder if these will now be replaced by poor grip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by that logic, Racing Point should be renamed to Racing No Point, you know. Yeah. They, or... they really struggle to make point. <laughs> or Racing for a point, you know, Kunal, <laughs> because they're the only mid team, uh, midfield team with maximum 10th place finishes. No way. Yeah, I, I'm making I, that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you what I'm not making up now. Marcus Ericsson could be partly to blame for all our tire troubles in 2020 because he was seen testing the 2020 tires last week with Alfa Romeo and Pirelli. So, <laughs> well, thankfully, Kunal, Marcus Ericsson is not part of the silly season for 2020 because I think a lot of drivers wouldn't have been as secure in their seats <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> and it isn't Formula One only where there's a silly season coming up. There's also going to, be a, going to be a fight in Formula 2 with Prema Racing. So Mick Schumacher said recently that he will do a second season in Formula 2. And I assume that he is going to continue with Prema. In which case, I wonder who his teammate would be. Because there is his current teammate, Sean Galel. And there are these Formula 3 drivers of Prema. Robert Schwartzman, Marcus Armstrong and the, the Indian driver, Jehan Daruwala, who whose career I fondly follow. So it's going to be a four-way fight to be Mick Schumacher's teammate at Prema next season. And Kunal, I follow you on Twitter, so I already know that it's Schwartzman versus Daruwala in the Formula 3 Championship. Yes, absolutely. And that's actually how much backward or how much reverse engineering you know one has to do when you you know you're aiming to enter formula one it's all about which junior series with which team and literally also about who you're going to end up partnering with because like for example we spoke about jayan daruwala his two partners or his two teammates are ferrari junior drivers so when he's seen as beating them his talent suddenly you know is seen as two notches higher because he's beating really renowned junior junior racing drivers that is a very good point. And I think on that note, we should, you know, start with our closing notes for this podcast. Ah, it's, it's too early for closing <laughs> notes. It's barely been 10 minutes. Yeah, but Kunal, I would rather invite all our listeners to watch the British Grand Prix with us. Yes, we are actually still figuring out plans with local Formula One fan clubs in Mumbai. But all of you are welcome to watch the British Grand Prix with us. Uh, I think it's about 14 days or 13 days from now. So keep checking our Facebook page for regular updates. But on the whole, you know, final uh, driver silly season point, you know, Brendan Hartley, the Red Bull Racing discard, he's actually a test driver for Alfa Romeo and Ferrari in Formula One. He, we all know that he's replaced uh, Fernando Alonso in Toyota for the World Endurance Championships. And he will most probably end up being Porsche's driver in Formula E. So can you imagine... What an illustrious list of auto brands Hartley is already racing for. And that's our chime for final notes, but okay. <laughs> 
Kunal, can you imagine that Williams have had the fastest pit stop for the last four races? I mean, everyone else is quick on track, but Williams, they're quick in the pit box. And I know that teams work hard on data and set up to optimize lap times. And I wonder if Williams, you know, they work hard on data and set up to register the fastest pit stop time. <laughs> okay, no points yet, but would Formula 1 introduce a point for the fastest pit stop? Just so Williams are able to score a few points this season. <laughs> Probably the only way they would have scored points. But um, Robert Kubica was on the receiving end of a glitch Formula 1 should have and identified and rectified long ago. So at Austria, Kubica was the driver of the day, despite being three laps, you know, three laps down on the leaders and a lap down on his teammate, George Russell. So Formula One, of course, realized the embarrassment of their fan-led voting <laughs> and they chose to reverse their decision to award Max Verstappen, the driver of the day, a few days later. So Max Verstappen had to be, uh, you know, he had to wait to be declared the official race winner and the official driver of the day. Now that <laughs> is a shame. Well, the only big positive for Max Verstappen from Austria was that he finally found FIA in favor of his ballsy overtaking moves on track. You know, otherwise, if you guys remember, Verstappen was literally the poster boy of overtaking moves that pushed the boundaries in the rule book a little bit too far. Finally, uh, Kunal, are other Formula One drivers following Lewis Hamilton's footsteps when it comes to using scooters in the Formula One paddock? Uh, because a few days ago, my Instagram timeline was filled with a lot of teams doing like these photo shoots with the drivers and the scooters in the garages. I actually saw Daniel Ricciardo attempting some stunts. Uh, well, I wonder if this is a hint from the drivers to Formula One to get them to switch to electric power. You never know. <laughs> or that MotoGP seems more fun than, you know, Formula One in the current state of affairs. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next week just before the British Grand Prix. Bye-bye and enjoy the summer break if you're in Europe and, you know, the monsoons if you're in other parts of Asia. Adios. Adios. Pros bring something extra to every job. Now at the Home Depot, they also get something extra. Pro Extra, our free loyalty program built for pros just like you. Members earn perks with every dollar spent, like Pro Extra dollars, a tool rental credit, and more. New members get $20 off their next in-store purchase of $200 or more just for signing up. Learn more at homedepot.com slash pro extra. New year, more rewards, Pro Extra, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.